God said, I need somebody willing to get up before dawn, milk cows, work all day in the fields, milk cows again, eat supper, then go to town and stay past midnight at a meeting of the school board. So God made a farmer. My administration will be focused on three very important words. Jobs, jobs, jobs. This man must be a minister, a social worker, a diplomat, a tough guy, and a gentleman. And of course, he'll have to be a genius because he'll have to feed a family on a policeman's salary. From this day forward, it's going to be only America first. America first. We, the citizens of America, are now joined in a great national effort to rebuild our country and restore its promise for all of our people. Because today, we are not merely transferring power from one administration to another, or from one party to another. But we are transferring power from Washington, D.C., and giving it back to you, the people. Hold on to your seats. Buckle up for safety. You are now entering another dimension with The Scott Adams Show. And that's right. My name is Scott Adams. You're listening to The Scott Adams Show. I want to thank everybody for tuning in today. And, uh, you know, one of the things that uh, has come out of the Biden town hall is that the ratings came in. And it turned out that they only got like 1.5 million views. Fox News and MSNBC beat them, beat CNN. And in fact, it was by 83% that Fox News beat MSNBC or beat CNN. So it says here, CNN's dumpster fire town hall with Joe Biden finishes dead last with viewers. But he totally got 81 million votes. CNN town, CNN's town hall event uh took in one point uh, with only 1.5 million viewers. Joe Biden is such a popular president that no one watched his heavily promoted town hall event. And it was, uh, I read a figure, 83%. Yeah, here it is. Fox News beat CNN by a staggering 83% during the Biden town hall. 83%. Wasn't even close. That's absolutely stunning. That, you know, we're supposed to believe that he got 80, he got, he got all those votes. He got 81 million votes, the most popular president in the history of America. And here we are. We got inflation going higher and where it hurts the most, you know, with lumber, with gas with all kinds of things that are going to jack up the prices of our daily way of life. Food, beef. They've gone as far as to actually get hackers to target green green initiatives like cow flatulence, so they hack the beef industry, and oil and gas, so they hack Colonial Pipeline. These are, these are terrorists that are supporting this climate change initiative to what? Why are they doing it? To control your life. 
to, to regulate your life, to get you to comply, to get you to comply, to get you to obey, to get you to change your ways and your behaviors. That's what they're doing. They're trying to change your behaviors. And it's a sad, sad state of affairs that we're in this position where these globalists and these socialists are trying to force their will and deny us our free speech. They're doing it on social media. They're denying us our freedom of speech. I'm still banned on Facebook, personally. But uh, until, I guess, July 27th, something like that, for saying nothing wrong. You know, I did nothing wrong. Scientists that want to speak about COVID, that invented the patent on certain drugs and know what they're talking about, no longer have a voice so long as it runs counter to people like Dr. Fauci and, and the radical administration that wants to control your lives. First they tell you, get a vaccine and you won't have to wear a mask. And now we're reading reports that indicate that, like in L.A., you get a vaccine, you still have to wear a mask. So what's the point of the vaccine? Oh, to save your life? Think again. The new Pfizer shot, the Pfizer, the number one vaccine on the planet, well, the vaccine was given out to nearly all Israelis. And it's now just 39% effective against infection, while being only 41% effective in preventing symptomatic COVID-19, according to new statistics of the health ministry, and that's according to the Times of Israel. So 39 to 41% effective? Why in the world would I ever take a vaccine it's not even properly tested. It's not even truly a vaccine. It's an RDNA jab. No wonder that's why they're calling it the jab, because they really can't call it a vaccine with a straight face. A vaccine typically has the strain of the virus inside the vaccine. And that's not what's going on with this alleged vaccine. Cat Turd writes, remember in L.A. when they told you to get vaccinated so you could go back to living a normal life? Then a month later, they said you have to wear a mask and uh, anyway. And here, the CDC director says this, because they're still trying to push that vaccine on you. They want to control you. They want you to do what you're told. Why? Because they need corporate support. Because what they're doing is unconstitutional. And with the current matrix makeup of the Supreme Court, they won't be able to get it past our Supreme Court, which is supposed to be the last uh, stand for protecting our Constitution. And they can't just go out and tell people to put an experimental drug in their arm. This isn't the Manchurian candidate. This is not... Psyops. This is not indoctrinating people and poisoning people by force. If there was ever any 
time in our history where we needed to actually have the right to form a militia against a tyrannical government. It's now. The American government is attacking its own people. And by the way, they're attacking its own people at the same time that they're allowing illegal adversaries from all over the world, not just South America, not just Mexico, no. They're coming from all over, the Middle East, Africa. You should see the matrix of these families coming across the border. And Catholic charities or Christian charities organizations are getting paid millions of dollars to support them up at night. And then they go to these bus systems where the buses are overwhelmed right now. They don't have enough buses to cater to all of the demand coming across our southern border. And what is that doing? They're talking about Missouri having a spike of COVID cases, of Delta virus cases. And I I believe that what's happening is if we were to track if we were to track these viruses, we would see that these spikes correlate with where these people are being bussed because these people coming from all over around the world are carrying the COVID virus. They're not wearing their masks. Lots of video is showing that they're not wearing the masks. And that's fine by me. I'm not a mask wearer. I don't wear a mask. I don't take the vaccine. I think this is all a bunch of BS you ask me. And you know why I didn't take it? I don't trust the messenger. I don't trust the seller. I don't trust the people that rigged our elections and used COVID as an as a, as a excuse to rig the election with mail-in balloting and ballot harvesting. They exploited every opportunity. And now they're also carting all of these illegal voters to battleground districts across the country. Never mind the fact that crime is through the roof and joblessness, jobless claims are higher than expected. That number came in yesterday. Jobless claims are higher than expected. Why? Because the government is meddling in business where they shouldn't meddle in business. They're jacking up the prices of salaries because they're giving people money. They know exactly what they're doing. And it's crushing the middle class. It's crushing our ability to get on with our lives. It's, it's making it impossible for us to take a vacation or go out to dinner. It directly impacts the morale. This war is being fought not by the people that signed up for the military who seems to be going against us. Our own military is the one that's flying these people all over the country. They're ordered by Joe Biden, but do these people have any spine? They certainly did under Donald Trump because they're a bunch of libtards in the Pentagon. They want to control the military-industrial complex at all costs. That's why they love perpetual wars, because of the backroom deals that they make in the black market for military weapon trade. And anybody that says that doesn't exist is a fool. 
They actually made a movie about it. It's called War Dogs. It was based on a true story. Give me a break. So you got this um, border crossings coming. And it says here, uh, this uh, tweet, Polymath says, Everyone always says, just wait a few weeks for deaths to start showing up. And while that is true, we should have every expectation that case surges will result in substantially fewer deaths. The Missouri surge is so far cautiously promising. Right? So let's take a rid of that. Um, all right. So the Missouri. So I was looking at this chart. Okay. These are these charts. And I'm looking at They're color-coded. And it dates from like March 2021 all the way up to today. And they got these big spikes. Like Michigan had a big spike back in April. But right now... There's a surge going on with Missouri. Now stick with me here because I'm about to tell you something that's kind of important. Remember how Georgia went? Georgia got packed with a bunch of illegal Hispanics and then Stacey Abrams came in and uh, used COVID as an exploitation. You had Republican governor and secretary of state, Raffensperger, uh, and Governor Kemp in bed with Stacey Abrams selling out to China. They had this whole thing, ChinaBusiness.cn for China. And it was all, uh, it was Georgia, uh, China, China Business Georgia or something like that. A website devoted to all the investments that were being made by China into Georgia. They sold out Georgia for a mighty buck from China. And Stacey Abrams was there to exploit and rig these machines. And it was a lot of people in Atlanta that were rerunning these things through the machines over and over again. And it seems to me like the election rigging, as is the crime surge right now, is being run primarily instigated by Black Lives Matter because a lot of black people are doing these things. And they've, what they've done is it's a long-term project, but what Black Lives Matter did in the wake of Michael Brown is he divided black conservatives from black liberals. But within the black community, 70% were declared liberal. So how could they lose? They guarantee themselves 70% if they get the black conservatives and black liberals to fight each other and hate each other and divide each other. So next thing you know, Black liberals became militant. And instead of blaming other black people, black conservatives, they decided to black uh, blame the police. In the wake of the Michael Brown, it was easy to do. And then, and then it was Freddie Gray in Baltimore. And then it was something else. And it was always about the police. But yet when you look at the statistics, the statistics never added up. Hey, wait, only nine people who are unarmed got shot in the whole year by, uh, they were unarmed, got shot by police. And in many of those cases, it was justified. So, no, the statistics, just like hands up, didn't, don't shoot, didn't, didn't even happen. It was a fake news story. But LeBron James carried it all over the courts. The numbnuts, Captain Numbnuts, right? Who bows to China, but yet tried to be the thorn in the side of Donald Trump 
after he had already faked and made up a whole bunch of nonsense about hands up, don't shoot. And that might be yesterday's news, and that might be, but hey, that was St. Louis. And I believe that these open borders and where these people are being shipped, Missouri's going to be the next Georgia is my point. Missouri's going to be the next Georgia. Keep your eye on Missouri because with this surge, that could be evidence that that is exactly where they're busing and shipping and moving these people. Because you got a very corrupt city. Just look at the um, just look at the people that were actually um, uh, protecting their home, and they were the ones that got to be uh, villainized. We're gonna go ahead and take a call really quick. Um, I think we uh, we can have the we have the caller on now. Caller, you're on the air. Well. I don't think we have the caller. Let's see. Let's see if I can get this to work out right. Uh, We try. Um, But it doesn't seem to be working out. Okay. Well, we'll we'll go ahead and maybe the call-in system is not working today. Um, But we did have a caller. I don't know what happened there. Uh, But in any case, I think... Oh, there it is now. Let's see. Caller, you're on the air? No, I'm not hearing the caller. Okay. Um, Sorry about that. We have a lame lame phone system right now. And uh, I don't like it, but we're going to work on improving it. That's for sure. Um, all right, so I'm seeing these spikes, and I think this is direct evidence because these people coming across the border aren't Americans. They're, they, they're traveling with diseases all over the place, and you're seeing this spike in Missouri, and I believe that that hot pocket is going to be St. Louis, and they're going to, you know, just like the Michael Browns and the corrupt district attorney that was going after the... Um, the uh, couple that was defending their mansion in St. Louis, and they actually plead, did a plea deal because they had enough. They couldn't fight the big system. And it was those district attorneys. Uh, it was that black woman, right? And again, the St. Louis is another city that's sort of run by a bunch of liberals that's just basically destroying themselves, just like Detroit, just like Milwaukee, just like Atlanta, just like Philadelphia. Hey, look at this new statistic on Philadelphia. Philadelphia is now the number one city for murder in the country. How do you like those apples? Wow, that sucks for Philadelphia. They're number one now in terms of violent crime. And uh, who's running that? Mayor Kinney. The drunk of the town. I mean, before he was married, he was city council, and he used to come into this bar I used to hang out with my buddies, and he used to get slobbering drunk with bottles of wine that they would then cover up for him at this place. I mean, it's such an amazing thing. I was like, that guy's going to be the next mayor of Philadelphia? That guy that's drunk at the end of the bar? He's going to be our next mayor? Wow. He was cheating on his wife, and he, uh, they got divorced. I spoke with his wife and his sister, and they said he is a very bad dude. 
but a good politician. That's what they said to me. Scout's honor. I promise you they said that to me. And now Philadelphia is the most dangerous city in the country. So that was um, that was basically a uh, a report by Disclosed TV, and I was shocked when I saw it. Uh, I was, uh, and I'm going to read it to you. It says, oh, "No, it's breaking nine one one, breaking." Philadelphia now has the highest murder rate in the country per capita of the country's ten largest cities. That's according to KYW TV. KYW reported that. So, I don't know, man. I'm telling you, this liberal system that's in place in these cities where they're corrupting, they're rigging elections and they're corrupting the law enforcement, where they're basically having these district attorneys that were bought and paid for by George Soros to win these district attorney's offices. And all you need is a few extra bucks to win these seats. And next thing you know, you have civil unrest. And that was it was predetermined. It was predesignated. It was, it was premeditated, I should say. In cities where there was civil unrest, where there was going to be a lot of Black Lives Matter people that were going to go out and burn the cities down, uh, but they weren't going to want to get arrested. So the district attorneys changed it and made it cash bail and did a whole bunch of rule changes to where they turned a blind eye. And then you compare and contrast that with what happened on J6, January 6th at the Capitol, where they don't even want to allow the Republicans to have their spokespeople ask questions because they know that they're guilty of an infiltration. Not an insurrection, but an infiltration at the Capitol. And it's the liberals rigging the system again. And that's how they win elections and win states. They rig the system. They rig this system. They rig it. That's why you get one-party systems. That's why you have one-party cities like Philadelphia. Trust me, I used to be a minority inspector there. I, uh, Leonora was the uh, deputy ward lead, uh, ward ward five uh, uh, person that went around and checked on precincts. There's no way we had some of the greatest candidates to run for mayor on the Republican ticket, and they couldn't even come close to Bozo the Clown that gets drunk every night at the bar. They lost by eighty points because it's a rigged system. There's just no chance. But what you can do with Philadelphia is you can get people out to vote for statewide elections. They have a governorship race uh, in 2022 that we're earmarking and, and targeting. But we need to do better as a, a party. But it seems like the Republican Party, unlike the Democrats, we get people like Ron and McDaniel or, or, or Kevin McCarthy, who's best friends with Frank Luntz. We get people like you know, John McCain or uh, Adam uh, Kinzinger or Liz Cheney. And it's all Ronna McDaniel's fault that this is all happening. She allowed this to happen. But I'm saying, you know what? Uh, there was a great tweet and it said, so long as uh, you're allowing people to come through the border untested, uh, the whole conversation with respect to vaccine passports, take that off the table. Just take that completely off the table. We're not going to talk about it anymore. 
Because so long as you have that going on, you may as well just forget about it. There's another chart that says that black relations, black-white relations in, a, in our country has done a, a complete change. And they're saying race relations are precisely where the left wants them to be. And so there's this study, the Gallup poll came out and said, relations between black and white Americans from 2001 to 2021. Next, we'd like to know how you would rate relations between various groups in the United States these days. Would you say relations between white and black people are very good, somewhat good, somewhat bad, or very bad? And so there's a green bar that says very and somewhat good. And there's a blue bar that says very and somewhat bad. Now, from 2001 all the way up to about 2013, <clears throat> um, it stayed steady at 70% thought it was good and 30% thought it was bad. That's race relations between blacks and whites. And then what happened was in 2015, after Obama got his dirty little hooks into America, it shifted. It was 53% uh, bad, 47% good. It went from 70-30 harmony to 53-47. And now it's 57-42. 57 thinks it's bad, and 42 thinks it's good. Now that went from 70 good to 30 bad, to now 57 bad to 42 good. That's a Gallup poll about race relations. And the Democrats have stoked the flames of racial divide. And the reason why, once again, is they're trying to divide and conquer. They started with their own black community itself, dividing black conservatives from black liberals. And then they took it and divided it between law enforcement and urban urban blacks. And then they tried to claim themselves as victims to parlay that into a uh, reparations act. And they decided to then throw on top of it critical race theory and indoctrinate your children because it wasn't enough to just hang out with the adults with this debate because they weren't winning it no matter what. They were not winning these debates. And so there we are with it. And here we are with all kinds of problems in our society. And we're allowing this to happen, almost as if we're guinea pigs um, being indoctrinated. And they want to control you with the climate change, but yet they have winners and losers. If you're coming illegally through the border, it's okay. You don't need to wear a mask. You don't need to take the vaccine. Um, You can come right into our border and... Say la vie. Um, and I believe that what's happening is people don't know where they're going. The buses are uh, out of stock. They don't have enough buses to keep up with the demand. They've never seen this before. And what's happening is I believe they're being shipped to cities like St. Louis, which hence the spike. Now, the Milwaukee Bucks had a big, huge super spreader rally, right? I guarantee you it probably won't even result in an amount of much. You'll see it. I think this whole thing is a ruse. I think that they're faking the numbers. How else can you explain that red states had lower caseload than blue states? 
because they were trying to exploit the dangers of COVID. And now they're trying to exploit the dangers of how terribly dangerous this new Delta variant is. That you must continue to wear your mask and get your vaccines. Have you ever seen anyone try to sell you the vaccine as hard as the left is trying to sell you the vaccine? And it's the left, the one who rigs the elections and the one who race baits you, the one that lied to us about climate change for the last 30 years. Um, The one that has, and I'm not saying climate doesn't change. I'm saying their exaggeration is for a reason. Just like I'm not saying there isn't a COVID virus, but their exaggeration is, again, for a reason. Just like Rahm Emanuel said, the chief of staff for Obama and the former mayor of Chicago said, never let a uh, crisis go to waste. You could turn any crisis into anything you want. And what we're starting to see, too, in the wake of all these crises is the governor's doing a play, uh, taking a playbook chapter about how to, uh, how, to, how to use executive orders at the state level to achieve their draconian measures. We've seen it done in Michigan. We'd be remiss if we talked, didn't talk about Michigan as, as, uh, with the FBI and what they're doing at January 6th in the Capitol and what they've done with, with Whitmer is exactly the same playbook, talking about playbooks. The FBI is corrupt as high heaven, corrupt as completely could possibly be, is is what uh, the FBI is. And it turns out that their fingerprints are all over the fake kidnapping of Governor Whitmer. I, I don't even know why they thought that that would be a good political stunt, but apparently they did. Let's take a listen, though, to the CDC director, Walensky, who calls the Delta variant one of the most infectious respiratory viruses we know of and that uh, I have seen in my 20-year career is what she says. She says this. And look at how she tries to sell the vaccine in the wake of it. And we're going to go ahead and uh, change the... uh, Whoop. We're getting there. Technically challenged the virus we had circulating initially. The Delta variant is spreading with incredible efficiency and now represents more than 83% of the virus circulating in the United States. Compared to the virus we had circulating initially in the United States at the start of the pandemic, the Delta variant is more aggressive and much more transmissible than previously circulating strains. It is one of the most infectious respiratory viruses we know of and that I have seen in my 20-year career. We recognize that some of you are still thinking about whether you will get vaccinated. Maybe you're seeing your local officials stepping forward publicly to get vaccinated, or maybe you're watching on local news that your community hospitals are getting full, or scarier still, maybe COVID-19 sickness has tragically hit you or your community closer to home. If you are still on the fence, if you still have questions about the vaccines, we welcome them. My request to you is this. Ask your questions. Talk to your healthcare provider. Talk to your pharmacist. Talk to your friends and neighbors who have gotten vaccinated and get your questions answered so that you feel comfortable and informed in making this critical decision. 
And please continue to do the things that we know worked to protect you and your family until you are fully vaccinated. If you are not vaccinated, please take the Delta variant seriously. This virus has no incentive to let up, and it remains in search of the next vulnerable person to infect. Please consider getting vaccinated and take precautions until you do. All right. So see, they're not letting up. The government, and that's the CDC, they're in lockstep with the teacher unions. We know that. We've seen proof of that. They, they put into their guidelines exact talking points from the teachers' unions. They're in bed with the Biden administration. They're radically left. I believe that there was a figure that said 97% or 98% of political donations from the CDC went to Democrats. I think it was even maybe higher than that. Um, it was Rod Rosenstein's, Rod Rosenstein's sister that was the chief mis- misinformation, disinformation person. And we're going to go ahead and... Um, See about see if this phone system works. Uh, let's see. Caller, you're on the air. Oh, good morning, oh, Scott. How are you today on this nice Friday summer, late mid to late summer? Doing all right. Uh, you know, it gets me so angry listening to all that and how they're trying. It's like someone trying to poison you. Here, take this poison. Take this poison. And and and. It, we we sh- we should we refuse to get tested we should refuse to do anything and just start taking vitamins and take the vitamin d vitamin c zinc and the green tea chewables if they can, if they refuse to give us hydroxychloroquine and uh, ivermectin let's just vitamin ourselves to death because this is out of control we must not allow ourselves to be poisoned. Absolutely. All right. They, they yeah, they, we, our government is enemies of the state. Absolutely. Well, enemies and, and, of the yeah. people. Enemies yeah, of they're the people. enemies of the people. They hate us. They want us dead. They want to just replace us and put other people in, and and they just want to have us just be gone. Well, it certainly, how, it certainly feels that way, doesn't it? these days it sure does it sure does anyway i won't take any more of your time it just gets me so angry listening to all that and we just have to refuse everything and then see where it goes because we can't trust any of them at this point well thank you julie and have a great weekend take care all right take care okay yep bye-bye all right and uh faye uh faye uh i'll just say faye um uh, could have said her last name, but I don't think that's right. I don't, shouldn't do that. Um, I've been corrected on that a couple of times. I've said that. Um, she wrote in, I'm from Missouri, and I think you're exactly right on the transporting of illegals here. And that was sent from her Yahoo on Android. So um, one of the things about that is that keep in mind, Claire McCaskill, was a Demo- radical liberal Democrat. And she used to run, you know, she won a statewide election there, right? She was senator. And then Josh Hawley um, beat her out, right? Um, and then remember Greit, Greit, Greitens? Uh, I guess was, you know, kind of like targeted and beat down. Um, and uh, 
uh, was Greitens from Arkansas or, or uh, Missouri? I think he was from Missouri. Yeah, and um, in any case, so what you have is you have um, a state that's ripe for the picking. If you've recently, in the last 10 years, had a Democrat winning a statewide election, you know, it, that state is definitely susceptible to flipping. And if they could just bring a whole bunch of illegals and put them in St. Louis, where you know that the system is rigged, because of we saw what the uh, what was their name McCloskey's I think uh, they were the two the couple that was trying to protect their house from being invaded by Black Lives Matter and a whole bunch of other hoodlums uh, Marxists um, basically uh, they brought out their guns and stood their ground and they didn't shoot it they didn't shoot it up in the air or anything like that but they were trying to protect their house from being invaded. And that was because the police were standing down. The police should have come out there and uh, sent away the crowd. The crowd that claimed that they were the victims, their feelings were hurt because somebody pulled out a gun and stopped them in their tracks. And somehow they were saying that they weren't violent. If they weren't violent, then where the heck were the police? Saying, go home now to get off this guy's lawn. Just go home. But they didn't do that. The police were the ones that actually created that problem. But it wasn't really the police. They were doing what they were told. I'm telling you, folks, one thing about me is if I was an FBI guy and I'm strapping up to go to Roger Stone's house, I would say this is not what I signed up for. And I would say I'm not doing it. Pick somebody else. And if I was a police officer, I would do the same thing. I've been, I went through training, you know, like hypothetically, right? If I'm a police officer and I went through the training on how to stop a riot and then all of a sudden you get some bozo the clown mayor that doesn't know crap that's actually trying to tell you how to to control it. Like um, Stephanie Rollins Blake in the days of Freddie Gray said, we're going to give all these people that are unhappy and burning the buildings in the streets in Baltimore space to destroy I'm like what was that and that was inspired by Obama because she was an Obama disciple and basically that was the beginning of a new strategy among the left to basically allow these people to sow their grievances in the in the streets so that it would get picked up by the media the liberal media and then they would fundraise off of it and talk about how bad race relations are. Let's make it really bad. Let's burn the whole city down. And we'll make it so it's really critical mass now. And make it like a Watts riot. And for what? Because Freddie Gray uh, got injured in the back of a van or Michael Brown lied uh, his narratives uh, like, um, what was it in Missouri? The, uh, Obama decided to get smart and send Eric Holder and Al Sharpton out there to smooth things over. And I said to myself, yeah, that's going to work out right. And of course it worked out exactly the way they wanted it. They stoked the flames of division and that's how they did it. We forget, but we shouldn't forget. 
And then what happened was in the, in the church shooting with um, uh, I forget his name now, but uh, the the, the kid, little kid that shot up a black church. Al Sharpton was going to go down there too, and um, they said, "No, we don't want you coming down here." And they didn't have civil unrest because Al Sharpton wasn't there to stoke the flames and rally the troops. Because in every inner city, there's enough they can get all that they want with respect to uh, liberal uh, people that will buy in to their rhetoric and allow themselves to be divided, to allow, allow themselves to be used like mules, allow themselves to be used like slaves in the streets. Meanwhile, at the top of the brass of Black Lives Matter stands uh, the rich people, the rich liberals that are controlling them. So I'm going to go through. Um, I'm going to go through some of my uh, tweets of of late <clears throat> because I want to read through some of these, and I always want to do it, but there's so many retweets and tweets that I'm just going to go. I'm going to scroll down. I'm going to work my way up a little bit and go through a few of the different things that. Uh, we wouldn't want to be talking about. There's many, many things I end up forgetting to say or do. And a lot of times they're right in my uh, Twitter feed. So I can go back. I'm going to go back to uh, uh, as far back as, let's see, July 19th. So try to work our way up. So just in 60% of the people being admitted to hospitals with COVID-19 in England have been fully vaccinated. So 60%. And there's a new study that I just posted today where it was, um, oh, Israel was uh, 43% are are getting um, sick after being vaccinated, right? I quoted that to you. So Boris Johnson says, just say, uh, he says, proof of of a negative COVID test will no longer be enough. So he's, you know, pushing the whole thing about vaccine passports, right? Boris Johnson, the globalist. Boy, did we peg him wrong, right? So I said to respond to that, just say no to vaccine passports. Proof of a negative COVID test will no longer be enough is what Prime Minister Boris Boris said. And then... COVID cases, according to Biden, right, COVID cases are now rising in communities with low vaccination rates is what they're trying to push. And I said, Biden is trying to get the 70% vaccination so Big Corp will do his unconstitutional dirty work of bullying 30% unvaccinated with vaccine passports. COVID cases are now rising in communities with low vaccination rates is what he said. Um, Tim Swain, he writes a lot of these things. He's a South Carolina Senate uh, candidate. Great Twitter feed if you ever get a chance to check it out. It says, a sixth Texas House Democrat has tested positive. That was back then, right? Now they're coming back to uh, Texas. So they're going to have to, uh, they're going to have to figure it out. Just in Canada to let fully vaccinated U.S. citizens into Can- Canada starting on August 9th. So that means that Canada is not going to allow unvaccinated people into their country. So I said, I guess I can't 
spend my money in Canada. Cambry wrote, still true, America, uh, the only country where people check their food stamp balance on a $900 smartphone and complain about oppression. Huh, that'll make you think, won't it? Greg Price wrote, Libs, liberals, criminal justice reform now. Also liberals, eight months behind bars is not enough for a guy whose crime is taking a selfie in the Capitol. Right? It's uh, the juxtaposition. It all depends on what side of the aisle you're on with Democrats. With Republicans, not so much. We uh, practice the same rules one way or the other. Glenn Greenwald wrote, Paul Hodgkins will be the first January 6th defendant sentenced on a felony guilty plea. He engaged in no violence. His crime entered the Capitol wearing a Trump T-shirt, held a Trump flag, took a selfie with Q Shaman. Prosecutors won 18 months in prison. That's according to the Huffington Post. And Hans Manking said, an FBI lawyer fabricated evidence in order to spy on the president of the United States. He got zero time. Compare that one, right? I mean, that's the thing we're up against. And then Trisha Flanagan said, COVID is spiking in areas where Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are sending illegal border crossers. Democrats would rather risk more liberal lockdowns of our economy than lock down our borders. Think about that. It's true. Cat Turd writes, Why are vaccinated liberals so obsessed and terrified of unvaccinated people? According to their own scientific beliefs, they're perfectly safe now. Shut up already. Ned Ryan writes, You know what kills more Americans than COVID every year, year after year? Cardiovascular disease, 655,000 a year on average. What are we doing about that? Are we doing anything to solve that? Nick Fad said yesterday 400 people showed up at a security part, a secured part of the border. CBP agents opened the gate and let them right in. Illegals aren't just sneaking into the country. The administration is waving them in at points where all where a wall exists. Don't get twisted. This is open borders. And I said, hmm, the Capitol Police did the same thing on January 6th when they murdered Trump supporter Ashley Babbitt in cold blood after waving her inside. You know, I mean, basically the Capitol Police was doing the same thing. Sort of like the FBI had so many people embedded in that group. And they also did the same thing when they did the uh, fake kidnapping of uh, Governor Whitner. Uh, kidnapping attempt. Thomas Massey writes, Facebook's vaccine fact checker is funded by an organization that holds $2 billion of vaccine manufacturing stock. So let that sink in. It's all about the money, folks. It's all about the money. So Jack Posobiec writes, South America, the first country built on critical race theory, officially implodes. So let's see see how that works, right? Um, I want to read this to you. This is a really great quote by uh, Jason Kristoff. You can see lots of, I think I read this earlier in the week, but we're going to read it because we're working right up the uh, chain here. 
You can see lots of people today in spiritual conflict. They know something isn't right, but the only skill they've ever learned was being agreeable, being a people pleaser, and following the herd. They have no experience in doing what's right, especially if if it places them in harm's way. You know these folks when you meet them. They have no fire. They have no soul. They know it. You know it. Great human lions tricked into thinking they're lambs. And I always said, that's exactly what they did with the fighting age males out of Syria when they called them refugees, waved a bunch of carrots in front of them and said, come to Europe. And they basically, in essence, took the fighting age males off the battlefield in Syria after they destroyed the country and blew it up and then took the people that uh, needed to flee there because their homes were destroyed. This is what, what's what been happening with the globalists. They destroy places. And then these refugees come in, and they treat them like peasants. They give them a gig economy job. What the heck is the reason for um, Valerie Jarrett to be on the board of, of Lyft if it wasn't for the fact that she's going to coordinate job markets for the Obama strategy of importing illegals or refugees into this country? Where are they going to work? How are they going to pay their way? Well, they're going to probably be supplemented by the government dime, number one. But number two, you got these people at the heads of these boards that are coalescing and coordinating with the liberals because they want that slave labor. It helps their bottom line. And that's for the local services industries, the manufacturing and the agricultural, where people have to work in the hot heat or in the kitchens, or running the dishwashers at slave labor uh, salaries. The same party that is advancing the notion of $15 minimum wage and pretty much getting it without even passing a law because they're jacking up the price of salaries by supplementing the people with taxpayer dollars coming right out of the pockets of middle class like a redistribution of wealth on steroids. But then where that fall, where, where they need more slave labor is through manufacturing and imports. So what they do is they build their widgets uh, with country, using countries like China, who have 1.5 billion people. It's a commodity. People is just nothing but a commodity to them. And they they um, get things manufactured, like Amazon. Everything you buy there comes from China. So the Bradford file writes, I honestly could not care less who gets or doesn't get a vaccine. That's how a free country is supposed to work. You shouldn't have to care. Um. And then Max Boot on your neck. So uh, Max Boot, uh, Chuck Ross writes, uh, Max Boot says, stop pleading with anti-vaxxers and start mandating vaccinations. That's Max Boot, writer for Washington Post or New York Times or something like that. Uh, And Chuck Ross writes, Max Boot on your neck. And basically, that's what they're advocating for, right? Um, And then... Uh, let's see, I'm working my way up. An angry Fauci continues to lie about gain-of-function funding that he approved by suggesting that his supporters and colleagues support his lies 
He has contradicted himself as asymptomatic on asymptomatic spread, surface spread, mask efficacy, hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, and the and and the origin of the virus itself. Uh, Breaking nine one one writes: Staffers in White House, Pelosi's office, test positive for COVID, and I said in response to that: So does the vaccine work or not? All these liberal staffers and Texas Democrats were vaccinated. Why give Big Corp a reason to mandate unconstitutional vaccine passports? So long as the vaccinated stays under 60%, Big Corp won't be able to force their will without the market leverage. And then uh, Disclosed TV writes just in, FBI informants were involved in nearly every aspect of the alleged plot to kidnap Michigan's Governor Whitmer, starting with its inception. And that's according to BuzzFeed. And Representative Doug Lamborn writes, Democrats just voted against Holly Missouri's legislation which would declassify <clears throat> all intelligence surrounding the origin of COVID-19 and the CCP's Wuhan Institute of Virology. What are Democrats afraid of? China lied and people died. And, wow, there's so much, so much going on here. I said the push of for 70% vaccination is to get Big Corp to adopt an unconstitutional vaccine passport mandate. With 70%, they can do the government's dirty work by bullying the 30% into compliance, denying, and or segregating unvaccinated in restaurants, grocery stores, travel, and live events. And we're running out of time. Um, Trying to get the couple that I just posted. Wow. I need need more time to read through these tweets, right? Well, that brings us to the end of our show. And uh, come Monday, I am going to be getting through a lot of these tweets because they're actually quite good. A lot of these are very, very important to, to read. And we're going to get to all of it, all of the news that's fit to print on The Scott Adams Show. Be sure to check out buglecall.org, check out magapack.org, and also check out scottadamshow.com for the latest in uh, our podcasts. And also, I want to thank you for making donations over at magapack.org. We're getting a lot of donations these days, and it's great for us because what we're trying to do is bring the truth out. Uh, about the rhinos in, in power and about trying to uh, promote America first policies to make America great again. And with that, we'll see you next time on the radio. Bye bye, everybody. I'm from a small town in Tennessee, a long way from the suits in D.C., but close enough now to see this mess. Where I stand, the mound's getting steeper. They grab a shovel, dig the hole a little deeper. Just to bury my kids right up to there.